0: there lovely, it is Kim Valentine here, or Libby Kennedy from Neighbours.
1: Hey, this is Emily Milburn, Caitlin Atkins from Neighbours. Hi, this is Candace Lees, Wendy Rodwell on Neighbours, and you are listening to
0: the award-winning, the best podcast in the entire world, the
1: Neighbourhood Rewatch. So welcome to the award-winning Neighbourhood Rewatch podcast. Uh, I am your host of sorts, JK. Uh, of course, we have Tim with us today. Hello. We have Adam. All right. And we are here to discuss episodes 4011 to 4015. Um, Before we get to that, though, of course, all the usual stuff. You know where to find us on social media at Watch Neighbor. You can subscribe to our Patreon for just one pound a month to get extended early access to this podcast. Um, This week, we've done a a very special little thing for, for another podcast. And you'll get to hear that for just a pound a month. It's fucking nothing. Um, we asked
2: to do this. We haven't rang them and said, "Oh, can we please do this?" They fucking rang us. More fool them. Yeah, more fool them. Yeah. <laughs> nice that though. Uh, that was that's probably been the highlight of my past week. Being asked by another podcast, recognised, acknowledged, if you will, to do something oh. for another podcast. That's pretty nice. We haven't really had that. Yeah, I think that was one of our goals, wasn't it? It, it was this year. Do Something for another podcast or to, to, to do something with, with them? I can't remember. I feel like that was something. It absolutely was. And guess what? We've done it. Achieved. Completed it,
1: mate.
0: Well, they asked us. We've recorded something. They might still go, that's horrendous. No, we're not going to use it.
2: <laughs> but what do we think? Gut definitely. feeling after what we've recorded. Do you think they'll still want us after this? I can't decide.
0: I'm going to we say did yes. nothing but slag off the last people who nominated us for stuff, so
2: <laughs> might work out. JK thinks yes. Tim, do you think yes? I hope they use it. Okay, uh, we're all we're hopeful.
0: we're hopeful. We're
1: hopeful. We're hopeful. Some we're of our best
0: shit, right? Huh?
1: Every week is our best shit. We are. I think we're in an imperial phase right now. I feel uh, we are going from strength to strength every week. This is, of course, now completely fuck this up by me saying this. This will be a terrible episode now, so. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've said it, because um, I'm getting too big for my boots. Strap in. It's about Strap to get in. It's about to get By like
2: the way, you said you're getting too big for your boots, like you haven't been a, an arrogant cunt for the past fucking 100 episodes or however many we've got. <laughs> you must be pushing 100 now. Where are we at?
1: Oh, do you know what? I've lost count because I stopped numbering them, didn't I? Because I do don't like numbers. You arrogant bastard. <laughs> Uh, but we must be in the 80s now. I'll I think sit, so. I'll sit and figure it out at some point. Uh, you don't have to figure it out. You can just count. Yeah, but then that means I have to figure out numbers as well. <laughs> that means sure. I feel the socks off, so... If anyone gives a shit, give us a mention
0: on social media if you've counted them, because we don't give a shit.
2: I'd also like... We've said this, we say it every so often. It'd be nice to have some reviews of people who actually listen. I, I mean, some people have listened and said nice things, Fucking put it in right in, you lazy bastards. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't say it better myself,
1: Uh, which is usually what I say to everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was really well said. I'd have done that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So first storyline I want to talk about this evening. Uh, Let's talk about Flick. Uh, Of course, she ruined the big wedding between Steph and Mark. Uh, and she fled in a taxi, in that big yellow taxi that shows up on, on Ramsey Street and takes people away. Uh, and it's took her away to a dodgy hotel. Uh, and this is a very dodgy hotel because you can hear police sirens outside, which is, uh, and blue blue and red lights flashing, which is the universal sign for, oh shit, this is the dodgy hotel. Uh, she's also got a drunk guy trying to get in a room as well, which is pretty dodgy. And she's like, you don't live, this isn't your room. He's like, It is. She's like, it's not. But he's like,
2: oh, he's like, all oh, right, okay, maybe it's not then. Sorry, that's how it ends. I thought that was going to be like a thing, and he was going to try and break in. She says, not your room. And he goes, oh yeah, it's not my room. And yeah, there just was, fucked up. yeah, there was such an opportunity for like because Stu because Stu
1: comes to the hotel because she rings Stu and is like, can you come get me or like, can you can you come see me? And you're thinking, oh, you know, he's going to come in time and just save her she's about to get attacked in this hotel room. No, just kill the drama instantly. Um, she does show up, as we said, uh, and he's trying to convince her to go home. He's like, oh, no one's going to be that mad at you. And Flick's like, no, they're going to be fucking furious. Uh, but, so, but he does convince her to call home.
2: Uh, but that does not go very well at all. That's because Joe's fucking furious. He is fucking furious. Lynn Lynn's, Lynn's, Lynn's pretty chill and she's saying, come on, come home. Yeah, just we'll want you to Doesn't matter. But Joe Scully put, he's pretty much Joe Scully and he yeah, says, he's, get, the fucking, get your fucking ass back home right now, bitch. Yeah, he, he's he's piping up over, over the phone. He's like, "John, what's this
1: fucking wedding cost? Yeah, he, he doesn't help the situation at all then. Uh, so she hangs up and she's like, right, that's it. I'm never going back home. Uh, but Stu does ring Lynn later on in the cafe in Harold's Cafe. Uh, and Mark, who's just still chilling, chilling around Erinsborough, um, overhears where she's staying and goes to see her. And again, great opportunity for drama here because Stu's in bed with Flick. not like that, just you know, just not like that, Tim. Fucking hell, you know, just over the top, or, or, you know, on top of the covers, uh, tops only. Uh, and you're like, and he uh, Mark knocks at the door and Stu answers and he sees Flick in bed and he's like, Are you two fucking? Um and yeah, instant opportunity for drama, but doesn't really take it. He just decides about like a cunt instead. He's like, Right, you're coming back to my hotel then? And Flick's like, No. Why would I just come back to your hotel? Okay. He's like, well, why not? I'm fucking Mark, I'm great. He's got he's got a right case of the JK he's going on.
2: <laughs> he has to be fair he has he's like don't you know he might as well have just said don't you know who I am look at all my money like come back to my fancy hotel and she's like nah this annoyed me a little bit so she's like no I'm not going back to the hotel I'll come and see you tomorrow fuck off I'll come and talk to you tomorrow she goes to see him the next day for like breakfast or something at the hotel whatever it is he's bought her a fucking car he's yeah, bought yeah. her a convertible wow. like he he just, he fucks up his wedding to Steph who is Steph Scully and she's you know, smoking hot in her own right, um, and a, a lovely person, and straight away he's chased Flick, bought her a convertible and this, what? Annoyed, that's not what annoyed me, because as we said Mark, bit of a cunt it's,
1: it's how all right fickle
2: Yeah, it's how fickle Flick is about she's this whole
1: Flickle. thing She's Flickle <laughs> Because oh okay, yeah. she goes into the hotel room and he's like, right, are we on the champagne there? She's like, no, we can't be on the champagne. We've destroyed people's lives. How can we be like this? And he's like, bought you a car. And she's like, brilliant. Let's go for a fucking ride, shall we? <laughs> yeah, she does. It's horrible. And then she does go and have some champagne. Yeah. They, they ride and they get a nice little boat trip as well
2: across the river. And, and they look says, at the sites. So, yeah. And they go down to the, to the, um, like the beach or something. And they even say this, and it comes, it comes up. This is our first date, and Flick doesn't go, "Whoa, hang on!" Like you've ruined my sister's life and my family have disowned me. She goes, "Oh yes, it's a first date." <laughs> not asked. <laughs> She's completely gone for this, despite everything. It's so weird. She comes across awful in this. Yeah, she
1: does not come across well at all. And then Stu doesn't come across great either because he's stalking her at this point. I think they're really pushing the thing that Stu's in love with with Flick, uh, despite him being in love with the, uh, like, a week ago. Um, so he's followed Flick to this date, this first date. Uh, and when he decides, when he's, he marks off doing something, and he go, comes up to him and he's like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. Can't believe you're doing this. And Flick's like, just fuck off. Uh, and then she tells him to fuck off, but then she goes back. She forgets something from the car, from the convertible. She opens the glove box.
2: Mark asks her to get his sunglasses from the glove box. Uh, Oh, shit, that's it, yeah. And she opens the glove
1: box and sees honeymoon tickets with Steph's name on. And then he only just clicks at that point. Wait a minute, all these nice romantic things that he's got planned immediately after his wedding. That would probably, you can't do on the spur of the moment. Oh, shit,
2: I've just taken Steph's place. He's going to take her on the honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. Penny drops. Not that penny. We'll get to that.
1: <laughs> uh, at this point, Stu and Mark have a rematch of the world's shittiest fight. Uh, this one is possibly even shitter as well. Uh, they I just kind of like, grab each other's collars and just kind of jiggle each other a little bit. Um, uh, while Flick runs off. And, couple, and then we don't see you for a couple of episodes. And then eventually at some point, she calls Tad. Uh, and he... Shows up at Joe and Lynn's dorm is like flicks outside, but I've got to, I've got to be the referee for this match. Uh, I, I'm your intermediary. If you want to speak to her, and that's that's the, the cliffhanger of these five episodes that we've watched. Forced uh, him.
0: I mean, it was such a cliffhanger that you went, uh, uh, yeah. So sort
2: of <laughs> that was, that was it. it. Was that fucking
0: brilliant?
1: <laughs> Sorry, I I didn't
2: know that was the end. I yeah, I've skipped that bit. Yeah, you skipped that bit,
1: yeah. Yeah, so there we go. That's what it's going to be. So I imagine Flick will be back in the house by next lot of episodes.
2: But um, there must be tension because um, Steph has been offered a place at Drew and Libby's. She's moved out because Lynn was doing a fucking head going on about it all the time. So Steph's moved out, which is good for Drew and Libby. Um, they've got a little babysitter now, but Steph, I can't see her. Like, Lynn tries to take a bit of the blame for all this. She was like, oh, I should have told you sooner. I found that picture of them two when they were on that weird fucking photo shoot. Um, and Steph's like, no, no, Lynn. Flick's a dickhead. She's done this. I want nothing to do with that bitch again. So we'll see. Bit of tension still in the air, even if Flick is back home. Yeah,
1: I did I did kind of want to talk about the Scullies. As a whole, as well, because they're all kind of suffering individually throughout this. Um, Mark's mum shows up at one point. And is like uh, and Steph straight away just gives her earrings back, saying, "I don't want these earrings. They're all yours." Uh, Mark Mark's mum then goes to Lynn and is like, "Yeah, don't worry about the cost of the wedding. It's kind of our fault, so don't worry about it." And Lynn's like, "No, we will pay for this wedding that never happened.
2: Stupid, stupid." Being proud gets you absolutely fucking nowhere in this situation. Like, it's just, I, I, I imagine it only cost about 100 quid because it's just at the fucking lake again, let's be honest, and Lynn's <laughs> dress was fucking hanging. So I, I can't imagine there was much, much cost. Not like fucking, I don't know, Tim and Grace's coming up. me. <laughs> Horse-drawn carriage and a fucking procession with fucking bagpipers through the fucking village. Um, <laughs> a bit over the top. Um <laughs> Tim, what do you and Grace become? Are you like the Duke and the Earl of, of Kingsland after this? What Are you the King? Is this is that what this is? I'm King Tim King of and she's yeah. Lynn? I don't know. How does it work this work? <laughs> I'm King yeah. Timmerland. Tim's Lynn.
0: <laughs> I, keep, I keep trying to rename it. It'll happen eventually. Count and Countess. Count and Countess.
1: I did want to talk about the Scullies.
2: I know. I know. No, but I know. there isn't really that much else to say.
1: I no, like I said, they're individually they're all struggling with it a little bit. Shell breaks down to Connor at some point. Uh, Joe is struggling and tells Harold of all people that he's struggling. You know, to you know that he doesn't see how this family is going to stay together. Uh, Steph seems to be getting on all right though. She's the only one who doesn't seem to be struggling with this right now. Stop uh, saying struggling. He <laughs> said struggling like ten times. <laughs> Because people are struggling, the struggle is real.
2: I don't know where you're going with this because there's nothing to say. You're just listing the little <laughs> minor problems. Like, yeah, they're all struggling. Move on.
1: No, but now the point is, Steph isn't struggling.
2: She's, she's moved she, out of. She's moved. She's had to move out of her house. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, but she's moved in with Libby and Drew, and she's living like she goes for coffee with Libby and just starts slagging Mark off instantly. Uh, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, she
2: does." Yeah. Mark irons his underwear, which is the, which makes them both giggle, fucking course. And then she whispers something, and I'm intrigued. I, I want to know what you both think she whispered into Libby's ear. So she ta- talks about the ironed underwear. Libby's like, oh, what a dickhead. He's very uptight and all that kind of stuff. And then Steph goes, yeah, but what about this? Whispers something into Libby's ear, and they both go full on dirty schoolgirl giggle. What do you think? She whispered in Libby's ear. Tim, I bet he's got a blue box. <laughs> Something about a blue box. I like it. That's a callback call to back the back other episode. To that episode.
1: Yeah. Um, what would be what would be laughable though in that blue box?
0: Little dick, big dick. Um, Ass fetish, foot fetish. Um, <laughs>
2: I was doing the you, little fish, big fish. It's cardboard box, Tim. Fucking <laughs> okay, hell. Big dick, little dick, big blue box. Come on. <laughs> you could put a rat beat over that or some sort of thing and that will be a tune. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it would be better over a rave tune, I imagine. It's,
2: it's, it's... No, well, just... I, it must be something about him having a small penis. Surely that is always the, the thing. Surely. Uh, I mean, Tim said foot fetish. Uh, maybe
1: just a really weird fetish. Um, I had. I, I, this isn't my story to tell, but I'm going to tell uh, it. I've okay. got go got this straight away. <laughs> I've got this friend. It's not me. No, I've only found this out fairly recently. Um, what was the best way to put this? A friend of a friend mm, yeah. uh, was seeing a guy, and his thing that really, yeah. really got him
2: off... I know what you're going to say. Fucking yes. I know. I, if it's not, I've got another one. So we've got to record. I think this is it's going to be what you were telling me the other week. Oh, no, I don't if think you, it is that one. Well, sometimes you do this, though. You will tell okay. me the same story as if I've never fucking heard it and you've told it me like the week before. <laughs> this sometimes does happen. I can't wait for this car ride again. I'm going to hear all sorts of shit. That I <laughs> Go on. This might be different. Then we might have to. This will kill another no. until the next call. Sorry, Tim. Tell a yeah, great
1: what what this guy would instruct, instruct his girlfriend to do is get in the shower, strip off. So far, so good. In right? the
2: shower straight away. I feel like that's a fair fair thing to do.
1: Fair. Don't turn the shower on. Do not turn the shower on. Uh, he would then sit on the toilet. Uh, I don't know if he had the top lid closed or not. I'm not quite sure. Uh, but he would get himself ready, should we say? Uh, and then Neighbors
0: podcast. What the fuck are we doing?
1: <laughs> Go for it. And then uh, you you noticed earlier that I said no shower was getting put on here because something else was getting poured over this young lady's head. Uh, And that thing being, of course, custard. Uh, And she would pour custard. Adam has not heard this story. (laughs) Uh, She would pour custard over herself. uh, And he found that very pleasurable. And that was his fetish. (laughs) I, we've, I can't even
0: begin to understand what anyone would get out of that.
2: We've said before on here, and I think you, I think our host of sorts says it the most, mostly to kind of cover his own back. That we don't kink shame on on this on this podcast at all. <laughs> Whatever you're into, you're into it. Fine. Good luck to you. We don't care. Do what you want. I don't. I don't get it. I don't I don't understand why. Yeah. Is this an actually? who is this? Is this is this someone you know? Is this actually yourself? What what are we talking about? It is not
1: <laughs> myself. I'm not How gonna... did this
2: come up in a conversation? Uh
1: because that they have some subsequently split up. So uh in a very Steph and Libby fashion, she whispered this into her friend's ear uh to tell him about the custard thing. Um yeah. Yeah, I don't know what What? either person is getting them all poor girl is pulling custard is getting nothing out of there <laughs> it's a bit sticky probably yeah <laughs> I don't
2: I don't see what why it's <laughs> so weird yeah. what a waste of custard as well I, I really like custard you know I don't I think love custard. I feel like custard is, a, is more of a, a a childhood kind of thing like the things still come with custard? Like custard is, is good.
0: Like <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? this is ridiculous. Would you prefer it if she was
1: like doused in Vimto? I do love a Vimto.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now custard is my my go like if I'm having a dessert, like an apple pie or a crumble or something like that, custard is my default option. So uh, I will take vanilla ice cream if they don't have custard, but I won't be happy about it. Um, I,
2: I will ne- I'm not a big fan of ice cream. I will always go custard. Whipped cream, I think, is pointless. <laughs> what a, That's like ordering a, cu- a karma from, for a curry. I just don't see the point in whipped cream. What, why would you do that? Custard or ice cream, I can understand. I'll always go custard. My favourite is jam roly-poly. Tim? The fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, know your other story. Okay, so I don't know the. I, th- this is a story that I have heard from uh our, you know, fearless leader. Um, so I'll let him actually tell the story. But it's the one you told me about the two people fra- who came to your wedding who were falling <laughs> out a lot. And again, this this is something that I, I can imagine getting whispered into an ear <laughs> after a subsequent breakup. Do you want to tell this story? You don't have to say. I do it, want it. to tell the story. Just yeah, those I two people the who went people to your, well, your wedding. So I can visualize this better. Yes. Uh, so
1: this couple were having problems and the the problem mainly stemmed from the fact that they had an open relationship, um, which, you know, could, is his own, you know, whole bag of uh, problems as it is. Uh, but the, the male in this relationship had suggested the open relationship, uh, as a means to make up for the fact that he had what is uh, technically termed, I think uh, the doctors refer to this as well, as a micro-penis. So he said, you can sleep with other people, because I know I can't satisfy you with said micro-penis. Which, if I'm honest, is just fucking lazy. There's other stuff you can do, right? (laughs) I mean, I... I'm one of the laziest people you ever are gonna meet and if I' so one of the, and you've got one of the smallest penises as well exactly. <laughs> there's other things you can do there's accessories there's blue boxes for this oh, kind of stuff. Right. we don't need the whole list yeah. <laughs> there's other stuff you can do to to satisfy your partner um, but this person what was would like, you
2: say? No, the top five things <laughs> okay.
1: Oh, you don't have to do it. Go on. <laughs> we'll, we'll do a special on it next week. Yeah. So, uh, but instead, this person decided to outsource the uh, the job <laughs> to somebody to to, to uh, short con- short term contractors, shall we say? And this didn't um, end well, did it? This this was, no, this-, this did not end well because then the jealousy snip crept in because obviously uh, the person who uh, was doing the sleeping around completely you know allowed to it was all part of the agreement uh was very much enjoying that and yeah which which meant there was some jealousy involved um so yeah just a bad situation all around um yeah but um, like i said laziness really laziness you can't be lazy in relationships take this as marriage advice tim you can't <laughs> be lazy in your oh, mind
0: <laughs> you have only you've only been fake married a year. It's a year today, even, isn't it?
1: Oh, is it? Oh fuck, wrong. I hope it's not. I'm in fucking trouble. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, it was November. He's got No, he's on. fine, we're fine. We're fine. <sighs> okay, I think you're wait. right. I think it is a bit of laziness and also lack of creativity. I think, come on. Tim, you're a pretty creative guy. I'm sure I'm sure Grace is all right with things <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> no complaints yet. <laughs> I don't know what we were talking about. we <laughs> were We were,
0: I mean, it was Lamp. something to, oh, it was Libby whispering things
1: and what, yeah. um, into, go, yeah, with yeah, we'll go with a new storyline. Fuck it. Let's talk about
2: something else. Yeah.
1: Uh, just, just remind you, we are listening to the award winning Neighbors podcast. Play the jingle. <laughs> Play the jingle. <laughs> so, uh, Next storyline I want to talk about, actually, is, as Carl has termed her, and I would like to refer to her as now, from this moment onwards, uh, Darth Valder. Valder is here, and she's a fucking major storyline, apparently. Uh so she's been getting pissed up at the karaoke, as we saw with her introduction last week. Uh, she was singing away with Harold, and then we cut to Harold walking her home, because what a gent Harold is. He's going to walk a lady home. Uh, and she's like, oh, I've had a fucking great night, me. It's a fucking great this. Uh, she's
2: Jamaican, Tim.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and straight up, just goes for a kiss. It's like, oh, there's only one way that's going to top this night off. Um but that but Harold's not into this at all, like visibly recoils. But thankfully this awkward moment uh gets interrupted by the fact that Susan has found that snake. Remember there was a snake knocking around the street, Tim. Ages ago. Yeah, it's still knocking around. And it's just showed up at Carl and Susan's house. Uh so Susan's pretty petrified, like screaming. Uh so that completely ruins the moment. Not that there was any moment at all. Um so Carl spends a bit of time looking for it. They have a nice little joke about it. Um, it's all harmless one, really. Uh, but Falda's fuming. She steams off to bed. So I was like, yeah, I'm getting off now. She's like, yeah, I guess it is fucking the time, isn't it? And then just steams off to bed. Uh, next day, though, she's happy again because she's got her dogs delivered. She's had her dog shipped from Liverpool all the way to
2: Australia. Bearing in mind, she originally only came for a wedding. Yeah, so... She was coming uh, for Steph's wedding, and she's had two poodles fucking shipped from Liverpool. Yeah, you'd
1: stay for two weeks tops for a wedding. If you went all that way for a wedding,
2: two weeks probably.
1: Absolute tops. But no, she didn't take the dogs with her. She's had them shipped over separately. (laughs) Which, a a dogs going to survive that kind of... I don't know. They'd survive
2: is- it. They wouldn't fucking enjoy it. There'd be no fucking point. Like, this this shows that, like, and she says when they rock up, when they get dropped off, she says, welcome to your new home, Carl mm. and Susan's house. She actually says that. So <laughs> it's like, this, she's fucking moved in. She lives on the street. She's trying to get finger banged by Harold. She lives with Carl and Susan. She's got two dogs. She's getting about the place. She's fucking well annoying. <sighs> But she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be an annoying character. She's not like like we hated the Hancock's because they were shit. If we can, if they still fancy coming on though, that we'd love to have you, um, <laughs> Mark. Shit, again. Come on, anytime. You're more than welcome. This this lady Valda is supposed to be an annoying character, so I'm okay with it as annoying as she fucking is, though. Yeah, and she's really
1: annoying. Carl as well.
2: Carl's fucking dreaming by this stage.
1: Yeah, Carl is is like right, we we'll fucking get her out on the street. Fuck this bitch. Um, <laughs> but Susan's like, no, no, give her a chance. You know, we we offered, kind of. You know, we should be good to our word, and should, we should be good neighbors. Um, and then she's like, th- and then Carl and Susan come home for lunch, and it's, there's all the nice, all the nice, cu- all the nice spoons are out. They've been put down in the right place. There's some nice crockery going on. And the, and Susan's like, look, she's made us a fucking nice lunch. I told you, I told you. And Carl's like, fucking great. I look, I love a good lunch. Uh, but the lunch is last not for them two. It is for the two dogs instead, who run up to the table and just start lapping away at whatever. I'm assuming soup,
2: uh, dog food.
1: No, <laughs> nah, I'm assuming. Nah, I'm assuming she's made human food for him.
2: She make. And Susan says to her, do the dogs always eat at the table?" And she says, "Yeah, of course." Of course, they're not. <laughs> it's just ridiculous,
0: <laughs>
2: and all this time Harold's come back and gone. Oh, you know, we I, I do just I like you, but only as friends. Do you fancy going out for some dinner? So, and she Valda listens to all this and says, Yep, yeah, just friends, he's fine by me. And then after he's gone, she's like, He's playing hard to get, yeah, probably <laughs> gonna end up walking in by the next five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> she did, she literally actually go, more than five though. <laughs> Yeah,
1: it literally turns around and goes, oh, yeah, I'm fucking having him. Don't care what he fucking says.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's hanging.
1: So Harold to get out of this situation. Well, now, Lou kind of offers a nice little hand here because Lou's still trying to make up with Harold. He's like, why don't we make it a double date? And then, you know, the safety and numbers uh, from Darth Valder. Uh, but they go on this double date and Rosie and Valder fucking hate each other. Because I think Valder showed up at uh, Lynn's place with her dog's I think I don't know who was getting the haircut it might have been the dogs
2: I don't know. It was yeah it was at the salon and she started just spouting off some Valda shit and Rose is quite prim and proper. Well, she, well well. You think Rose is quite prim and proper and she's she is the reverend in that and then she does just doesn't take kindly to Valda she's a bit of yeah so they do not get on at all. Question for Tim. Wedding coming up. So Valda is like a guest from far away who's like <laughs> oh, everyone's a bit like, oh, we'll have to keep an eye on her. She's a bit of a one, you know, but we'll invite her and everything. Is there anyone coming to your upcoming nuptials um, who is considered that character? Is there someone who you're like, well, we've got to invite him. A pa- ah. <laughs> well, played. <laughs> I was looking at my notes then. Did did you say something? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> See, I was no, ready to on. like, do, do I have to run interference on anybody or anything like that? But no. It was obvious for all along, my mission is clear. It's fine.
0: <laughs>
2: you know what, though? Like I'm making joke that JK's the one.
0: Peyton, drunk might get a bit rowdy. Who knows? She was merry enough at her own wedding.
1: I'm, I'm saying... He's nothing, not saying dude. anything. To <laughs> Listen to this shit, you know. If, honest, if I'm perfectly honest, I'm frozen in fear right now. <laughs> <laughs> she sat behind you, didn't she? She's no, she's not in the house, rings. but... She does subscribe to this podcast and does listen when I edit as well. So, <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> so she I will be saying- lovely. She looked lovely, but she was a fucking mess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but his bollocks have gone right up inside him right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <sighs> Okay, now I'm only joking. No need to be nervous. <laughs> no, <mate.
1: laughs> so, Adam, what, why isn't Rosie prim and proper? What, what do you? Th- oh, we,
2: do I jump to this? <laughs> yeah, so this that's the, Yeah, this was in the fifth episode, so I, I, I had to fast forward bits of this because I was running out of time. But Rosie, at the moment, is trying to do some fundraising for the wait, church. So the wait thing. a minute! Wait a minute!
1: Have we got a jingle for this? Of course, we fucking oh, have. Boy, got a jingle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Carry on I'm Adam. Pausing like I've got to pause while the jingle plays. You're just gonna put that shit in anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was the jingle for um one person's favorite fucking feature anyway. Yeah. And Ego is- has landed. Ego has landed. Um so Rose's doing some fundraising for the church that fucking burnt down. Everyone's trying to think of ideas. Lou comes up with Pine. And Rosie pretty much goes, no, that shit to his face. Then he says something like, chocolate week. And she says, already done that. Fuck off, not doing it. Harold wants to do something with playing a fucking tuba or something. Is that right? Does he want to do some musical thing? I think so. I think he wants to get back to with
1: Paul again and start playing.
2: uh, Some sort of uh, musical, musical night. Um Rose is like, oh, we need something, we need something. And it just it just there's a chance occur- occurrence in the coffee shop. Um and what happens is Penny, we'll get to her in a minute. Penny is is working there now. Um she She's supposed to have spilled a drink on Darcy. Now, this is so badly done, they should have filmed this again. So she comes <laughs> out with two massive fucking drinks like Oktoberfest, right, which is obviously designed to be thrown over somebody and, and soak him. She, she bumps into them ever so slightly. None of the drink comes out. And <laughs> before she can apologise, Darcy starts taking his shirt off because he is soaked now he's already got the <laughs> shirt off. We we know what he's like, he's got a good body, we'll get to that. But he's it, the shirt's off. Nothing got spilt on him whatsoever. Should have done it again. They didn't. They obviously didn't have time and Darcy already had his top off. Fucking hell. So he takes his shirt off in the middle of the coffee shop because he's 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 drenched. Um Rosie spots this from just her table in the coffee shop and she has is, is gone. Her eyes have glazed over, her oh. mouth is wide open, like Peyton at the end of a fucking wedding night. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I meant because she was pissed, not because it was blowjob time. Um, <laughs> oh,
1: so, <no. laughs> Rosie literally as well, like she's having a conversation and it just goes, on. stops, literally stops what she's doing, leans over, leans, starts yeah. drooling. Like Harold's
2: she- getting the wet floor sign. Like it's yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Rosie nearly slides off a chair. It's ridiculous. <laughs> she she's had whatever D's been having for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> um. So she's she's like, and she even says, I think she says, like the angels have spoken to me. She's got an idea. What do you think the idea is, Tim? She's gonna fuck everyone in the room. She's got
1: to raise money for the church, remember? Sounds lucrative to me. It's not that. Just remember, Tim, that she has just witnessed Darcy strip off and show off his abs, which was very um, pleasing to her eyes. What do you think? We're having, we're having a stripper day, are we? Almost. Not too bad. We have had strippers in the past in neighbors. Yeah, it's a
0: kind of a situation.
2: Mm. So what she decides is she's is going to make a saucy calendar with all uh, the hunks from Ramsey Street. And when you think about it, there's a fair few. I think they could get a full uh, a full calendar year because you've got Darcy, obviously. You've got Drew Kirk. <laughs> okay, L Christmas. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> we've got... Who else we got? We've got Carl Kennedy. Yeah, good-looking man. What do you saying? Harold. Uh, How, well, she says... To Harold and Lou, you're up next, cunts. So there you <laughs> go. So that's five. You've got Toadie. We'll get to him in a bit. Yeah. Um, Tad. Joe yeah. Scully. Joe Scully. In his fucking like builders outfit or taxi outfit, you decide.
1: Yeah, there's enough to fill a year as well. What do you think? We're the almost best, there. What do you think the best month
2: is? To be. What in the would clinic? you? Right, if we were to do. Uh, christmas is coming up if we were to do a neighborhood rewatch podcast calendar what month (laughs) would you want first of all i think i'd say i'd I'd say say july i just want what's your priority if you're choosing your first month what do you want to make sure you get
1: i think july because then that indicates summer which means i can wear some short shorts
2: the shortest of shots. Would you even? Would you just go full speed, or would you? Would you care at, at this stage? I'd. Be, you know that scene in Casino Royale where Daniel Craig is coming out of the the pool. Yes. Out of the, out of the beach. That'd be me. Babe. That'd be you. I would love boy, that. What's funny is the fact that, like, if we just looked at your probably recent pictures of yourself that you've sent to our WhatsApp group, we probably have a full calendar with, <laughs> with just ridiculous pictures of you. <laughs> What month
1: would you want? What's the primo month for you, Adam? I've often know.
0: wondered about this. You know, I, Whenever I see celebrity, or really just any calendar, I wonder how they pick where certain things go.
1: What do you mean? I'm, like, well, just wonder, I, I don't know what the thinking really is. got go over the penis, just so you're not showing the penis. Whoa! <laughs> are you- We're not showing... <laughs> well, you said you wonder where things go. It generally goes
2: in the middle area
1: to to, to hide.
2: <laughs> I would want, I don't know, you know, I think maybe January would be quite good because I think people get bored of calendars halfway through the year. I think they'd get to June and they won't, they'd never get to see you striding out of the ocean waves. I'd make sure I was January, um, bow tie, cock out, obviously. Like, and <laughs> like, you know, like, uh, um, at new year when they have like happy new year like a headband or like those wacky glasses <laughs> something like that but i must reiterate cock out then <laughs> what are you having what 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 do you think what would be a good well, based on, you on everything
0: you just said i'll have december cock out
2: december though <laughs> cock out but um painted to look like a cracker <laughs> and then, and then you're, pull, and you're pulling it, and then Grace is pulling it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! I've got two degrees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, it? Uh,
1: we, uh, we are uh, we are we are out doing Tim this week. Me and you, Adam. We're in the inappropriateness. Tim's got nothing to What's say. It? We've left him with
0: that. I get in trouble for this shit. You guys just get laughs. It's not fair.
1: <laughs> does this is that what
2: happens? Let us, let, let us into the insight. I mean, we know she hits you, but um like <laughs> <laughs> does 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 she still listen to the podcast? Because she went through a spell of like give like tolerating it. It's like does she still listen every so often? No, she doesn't have the attention span for it. Fucking hell! If only we had a way of just cutting little clips that were good and funny. <laughs> good ones this week like micro sized uh bites
1: that you could digest quite easily uh but then they'd only get probably left unsatisfied by that I imagine so they would probably just go off and have bigger episodes in the end I imagine <laughs> so there's
2: what there's one more thing I just want to carry I want to go is this is going to be another storyline sorry I'm doing your job for you sorry um uh another bit of filth that was going on, I want to get back to D because she is my favourite character in it at the moment. Um, and her obvious thirsting. So I thought she'd calm down here and she because she doesn't say cock for at least two of the two of these episodes. <laughs> uh, the cock count is very low in these episodes. It is. But then just when you think, oh, she's calmed down, it's whatever. Um, because she's, she's trying to redecorate the, the house, Irvin told his place, she's trying, she's making him get rid of some, shit, uh, and like she wants to get rid of the sofa. And he's like, No, nah, I want the sofa. And she said, Get rid of the sofa. And he said, I'm keeping the sofa. Um, she decides to have a party. Now, I this is the worst time to have a party. She says, Everyone could do with a party. Um, flicks fucked off, she might not come back. The whole Scully household is fucking struggling, I think was the word. They were struggling, 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 That's how many times she said struggling. Um, Tad has had his identity identity stolen. He's all over the show. Valda's been a dick. Um, There's lots going on. So she thinks let's have a party. What kind of theme does she decide on for this party? Bearing in mind, everyone's having a bit of a shit time. Tim, what would be a good thing, <laughs> bearing in mind she loves the cock?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it could be like a funeral
2: special because that's always gone down well.
0: <laughs>
2: it's not a funeral special, although I'd put Dee in charge of a funeral at this stage, I think. <laughs> she decides to, in the middle of a random weekday... Like, literally, she says the party's going to start about two o'clock in an afternoon. Weird as fuck. I don't know why you'd have a party at that time. She says, let's have a Playboy Mansion party. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. She says to Toad it we're going to do this. And straight away, he's thinking, you know, Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't understand why she's decided that the people on this street who are going through a tough time would want to come to her house in the middle of the afternoon for a Playboy mansion party. <laughs> you she's know really what this is for?
1: A sexy party. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. And she gets dressed up in like 70s kind of clothes. Toadie does the same in like a silk ABBA shirt or whatever and ridiculous sunglasses. So them two dress up. Carl turns up in like his normal clock, like just he just turns up. He says, Oh, Susan can't come today. She's where is she? Yes, she's at Drew and Libby's or something. Like, there's no reason why she's not there. Then Drew and Libby can't come because they're doing something else. The Scullies can't come because they're all fucking struggling. (laughs) Who else can't come? The rest of the street. The rest of the fucking street. She bumps into Connor in the coffee shop and he's going for a beer with Tad. So they turn up, I think.
1: Yeah, very, very briefly. And Carl, that's
2: it. Carl,
1: the second he shows up, goes, I need to get off, sorry. Uh, but yeah. there is one person who does show up.
2: Play the fucking jingle.
1: <laughs> of course, it's not a party until Darcy has arrived. And Darcy arrives with shots in hand. I'm assuming it's some sort of like bombs, something like that. Uh He shows up and goes, all right, let's get this fucking party started. And he's the only cunt there. <laughs> With Toadie, he, he wakes him. And
2: D, is ex. That's the fucking party. <laughs> also, to make everyone happy, to cheer everyone up. That was it. You know well, what? He... I've... Go on, go on. Well, it fucking cheers Darcy up. It does. I mean... What I forgot as well, because I got carried away with what month you'd be on a, on a dirty calendar. I forgot to say what actually happens with Darcy at the end well, of we'll that. We'll get to that.
1: Don't worry. We're just...
2: Ooh, is do I do non-linear. it now?
1: No, this is non-linear uh, storytelling. This is black. Sorry, Pokemon go on. Right now. Uh, so, yeah, Darcy shows up, says, let to get the party started, and I'm going to eat all your fucking food. Uh, so he cuts to the next scene, and he's leaving, going, thanks for all the food, dickheads. I'm off now. But Penny has been chasing him this whole time. Uh, because of course, we find out that Penny is mates with Tess. Darcy is not happy about this. Penny tries to reason with him, but he's having absolutely none of it. D actually goes up to her and goes, "Listen, he's not fucking worth it. Don't bother." She goes, "Fuck off, bitch. He's fucking mine. You fucking back off. I know you. You fucking want some dick, but you could back the fuck off from Darcy." She all pretty right? much
2: does say this, Tim. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so she tries to reason with him again, and he literally drives off, and she chases him to the party. And she's waiting Fair out. play
2: to Darcy here, because he's, he's thought, she's a bit of a dickhead. She seems a bit mental. She's going to try and get me in some sort of payback for Tess. So he says, fuck you. He could easily shag her, because as we know, he shags a lot of fucking birds. <laughs> and that is why he's exhausted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she waits for him, and he comes out of the party. And she's like, I'm still here waiting for you, dickhead. And because he's, he's nice and full now, he's like, oh, do you know what? Okay, maybe I'll listen to you. Maybe we'll go for a drink later, because um, he calls her crazy, and she's like, "You, you can't call me crazy. That, you can't call me that. You've got no right to call me that."
2: Well, he says he'll go for a drink because she says, "No, like I was friends with Tess. I'm, I couldn't believe what she did to you. She's the dickhead. I still want a bit of, you know, bit of this. Mm-hmm. So let's go for that drink." But then she then she flips on him a little bit, and she says, "But after that drink." I'm gonna play hard to get for a bit.
1: Yeah, and this this is exactly what Darcy wants, isn't it? He's he been likes un- the chase. No, well he's been he's been vindic he's he's been told he was in the right, which is all he wants to hear. He's been vindicated. Uh and then he yeah, he's got a bit of a chase to do again. Um so this is exactly what he wants to do.
2: Is this what Darcy likes to do? <laughs> oh
1: <laughs> I'm sure other people like to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, in pulp fiction nonlinear storytelling style, we are now gonna go back to the moment when Penny spills drink all over Darcy. Because she's got a job at the at the coffee shop now. She's hassled Harold for a job. Despite I'm assuming she's a nurse as well. That's how she knows Tess and D. Well, she was. But she's like, no, fuck that. I've had a bad Tuesday. I want to work at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, I was, like, and she, I was like well I'm going to need to see some references she's like I'll get them right now do not fucking worry so she goes and gets them and she's got a job straight away everyone's like are you sure you want to hire her and I was like no I've got a good feeling about this one got a good feeling She, I I, I, I feel that she should be a good worker here is it because she's really hot no 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 it's not bad. I've just got a good feeling that she's going to be a great worker and she's not a good worker she instantly spills two drinks she steams out of that kitchen door swaying about throws these drinks over Darcy Shirt goes off. Rosie has a good old stare. It gets an idea. You might as well have played the like the angels kind of ah! kind of music at this point as well. So she goes to confront Darcy at this point. Which I think is pretty much directly after he's just agreed to be mates with Penny and go for a drink again.
2: He could, yeah, he's at the car and he's changing his shirt. Like he's yeah. he's taking his shirt off again at the car. And she comes over. Yeah, and Rosie, so again, like, just
1: followed him like Penny has. He's yeah, just, and she starts
2: saying how his body's a temple and it's such a good body.
1: <laughs> well, she well she says to him, she goes, uh, you go to church much? And he goes, oh, not as much as I should do, really. Uh, read your Bible? Oh, not as much as I should do, really. You work out much? And he's like, I don't really need to work out that much, you see, because I get a lot of physical <laughs> exercise <laughs> from the, the, the shagging of all these birds. Uh mainly from the physical exertion.
2: Fucking <laughs> okay, hell, that's going to be the clip again this week.
1: <laughs> so she's like, well, I've got an idea. Why don't you come meet me later on? And cut to later on.
2: And of course, it's the photo shoot. For and this, that, I liked that because she doesn't say what it is. It's like, I've got an idea. Come back and we have to join up with it later on to find out what it is. Yeah. And that, the reveal is so good. It's such a good
1: reveal. It is absolutely fascinating. fantastic because we get to see Rosie taking pictures. She's like, oh, wait, wait, hot. wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. First, before we see her taking the pictures, Harold and Lewis sat outside chatting some shit and then this, they hear something and it's Rosie's voice going, oh, yes, just like that. A little <laughs> bit higher. Give it to me. Give it to me. Yes, <laughs> I want more. <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? Lou wants to look straight away. Harold says we'd better not look. Like <laughs> Rosie's getting bummed behind the fucking fence. <laughs> and then, so then they walk round and then they sit then the reveal is worth every penny. Tell him what the reveal is. The reveal is, of course, that Darcy has dressed up as Tarzan
1: <laughs> for the photo shoot. Oh, God. Uh, doing scary. accompanying uh the Tarzan noises, the Tarzan actions, the whole time. He's, he's swinging from a
2: tree. Why? He's got long hair. Yeah, he's, he's put a they, wig on. they giving him a wig to make. <laughs> he's got long Tarzan hair and a loincloth on. It is fucking brilliant. Like Rosie just had this knocking about. <laughs> <laughs> and he's proper into it. He's not embarrassed. Of like he when is. And Harold turn up, he's like, all right, guys. Yeah, he's Yeah, bad. exactly, Good. Pic- picture Jay in the same situation. It'd be-
1: <laughs> Short shorts, Tarzan wig. 2023 calendar coming soon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there we go. And then, as Adam has said, Harold and Lewis shots are like, what, what's going on here? And she's like, you two come to next. And I, I right. hope they had outfits
2: as well. I hope they do. I, no, I can't yeah.
1: Wait. Well, we we will get to see in the next lot of episodes what their uh, what their outfits are. Any anyone want to guess?
2: I think Harold, because he's quite religious, I think sh- he will end up being Easter, and he will either ha- he'd be dressed up as the Easter bunny with a little basket cock out, obviously. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Or just strapped to a cross. I, I don't know which. <laughs> <laughs> cock out again, obviously. Okay. Um, what would Lou be
1: though? I reckon maybe some like kind of like a uh, like 1920s gangster, like Al Capone or something like that. With My a little gun, just
2: cock out, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what he's going
2: with. <laughs>
1: wow. He calls it a Lou gun. Oh. <laughs> that that, that doesn't yeah that sounds like too many other things <laughs> there we go and there we go that's Neighbours this week and, and we can't talk that story so we're not going to there's other stuff going on but
2: nothing of any note I mean I'll be honest I, I was unsure whether we'd have enough to talk about on this week, but again, we watch it, so you don't have to. And we have made it a lot more entertaining than it actually fucking was. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome. yeah, thank,
1: thank you very much for listening. Uh, we should see you next week when we watch episodes four thousand and sixteen to four thousand and twenty. Just the five again, I think. That's enough because if people want to watch along with us, uh, which you can do on Daily Motion, uh, the channel Neighbours UK fans forever. Any more than five is just a burden, right?
0: I I think that's a bit of a shit idea really because if you did more than five episodes no fucking body would be able to keep up so no one would listen
1: exactly there was more than enough story to talk about here Uh, as well as all the other stuff we did we talked about as well
0: Mm. and the other stuff was better so we need (laughs) we need to make sure we don't have too much neighbours to talk about because we never get to the good
1: it's just the right amount of neighbours do you know what you would call it? you would call it the perfect blend if you'd like early access to the extended versions of this podcast, don't forget you subscribe to our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash neighbourhood rewatch for just £1 a month. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Watch Neighbour. And you can also leave us a like and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or wherever you get your podcasts.